Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another week with AHLP. For announcements this week, I only have the one, and that is we are going to be doing a community night once again on January 27th at 8 p.m. in our Discord. So if you would like to join our community night, um, please go ahead and get ready for January 27th. And for those who are patrons, you have the option to vote on what our community night activity is on Patreon. That's everything I have for this week. So with that, I can welcome you into episode 232, Kill Chamberlain. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 232. And, I mean, let's just get to the drinks. I, I gotta, because I'm, I'm tired of talking about tabletop shit at this point. Yeah! <laughs> Let's get to the drinks, guys. Get to the drinks. I'm done, done talking about open gaming licenses and huh. all that bullshit. Tired of it. I'm going to open this gaming license. So <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out, kid. An imperial milk stout with peanut butter and chocolate from Hitchhiker Brewing. Mm. Mm. Guess what time of the year I got this one? <laughs> oh. You've probably been sitting on this a while. Maybe like a. Oktoberfest, probably, right? Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oktoberfest. It's decent. You want to try it? Yeah, sure, man. It's a little, like, kind of, I don't know. It's like Smells great. Peanut butter Peanut butter is a little heavy for me. Oh, yeah. Peanut butter is a little heavy. It's almost like peanut butter banana. I don't know why I taste banana. Mm-hmm. But they pack a ton of flavor in there, you know? Well, what do you got? I see tentacles on the can. Yeah, I know. So I'm really excited here. This is a a beer from a brewery that I like quite a bit. Imperial Oak Brewing back in uh, Willow Springs, Illinois. This is Dark Water, an Imperial Black IPA. I'm going to give this one a try. And sounds like you might be interested there. I'll I'll flip this your way, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a black IPA, it's pretty IPA. You could, oh yeah, that's you, a little hoppier than your you could convince IPA. me. That's just a regular IPA, yeah. but uh, it's good. Yeah, so I'm here for it. Hmm. Yeah, it's certainly not as roasty as your average black IPA. Like, I agree. I feel like you'd have to pour that out for like into a glass for me to really believe it. Yeah. Well, it's a tall boy, and it's eight point five percent. So uh, I'll be doing good. Yeah, you won't be feeling it. Nah. <laughs> Emily, you got anything good over there? I am drinking an apple cinnamon press this evening. Mm. Just when we bought that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You guys were drinking press about, I want to say, 15 episodes ago. So, mm-hmm. 15 weeks back in fall. Apple cinnamon's a fall thing. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> Perfect for a nice, cool evening. Haley, you got anything good over there? I don't have anything really exciting today. As so. in, you're not drinking? Yeah. Wow, it's a Friday night. Look, I'm so sorry. The most embarrassing time to not have one. I call it fry yay. 
Because I'm fun in the office. <laughs> oh boy, you are probably so fun. God, you're the worst. <laughs> you're so what are fun. your weekend plans? <laughs> Happy Friday. You're the worst. Hey, Mike, yep. Mike, 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 what, what day is it? <laughs> it's like, don't make me say it. <laughs> But yeah, I have a, a like a I have a cappuccino, um, a frozen cappuccino, and I have a also a water bottle. How's that cappuccino still frozen? Uh, because um, this the cup that I have it in doesn't allow it to melt, which did make it drinking it very very difficult this morning when I first poured it. Um, so it's been still like just trying to melt, but it's very frozen. But yeah, that I also uh, wasn't feeling the. The best, and so I would like to stick with my water. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, please bring this back. Well, I already went, but there is one more person who <laughs> oh, hasn't you're gone. Right, you're right. Sorry, sorry. I was trying to. I was you trying to press a little more. Yeah, I was trying to hold off on the on the Brooks train, but I guess I guess it's leaving the station. Yeah, you yeah, can Brooks. you can consider the train uh, has been left. So what in the world is that? Yes, <laughs> I have the drink uh, this week, and I th- the most important part is what I'm drinking it out of, and it is well. First off, it the cup it's cup and handle is made by Jonathan, and the 3D logos on it have been printed by like Willie, and they're friends from work, and. I have to say, it is absolutely incredible, and it is. Yeah, like, they did a great job on that. Yeah, what's in the top that is though? Super intense. So the doctor said I should uh, line it in plastic just to be sure. Um, in terms of what it's sealed with, but it is like your wife. Yeah, yeah, the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure you didn't go, like you know, talk to another doctor. Nope, just me. Nope, didn't need to. Makes didn't sense. need to. The, the doctor that's close. Mm-hmm. It looks like you could bash someone's brains out with that. You could. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. solid. You could build a house on this. It is so I mean, that, that solid. Like a foot tall <laughs> and very beautifully routed. So, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so I have to say also that he caught up from zero to two caught up since we have been in Minnesota, which has been like six months. Holy shit. Damn. Yeah, that's a, that's a trip. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Welcome to present day. You guys must not do a lot of work, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. He, and I think think that he only started making this after he found out that we didn't have a challenge. don't have a challenge. Oh, and yeah. I, so it's like, the, that's the Minnesota challenge. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. And I have the drink this week. It works out so perfectly, which is Coke, rum, and triple sec. It's called Jar of Dirt, and it was suggested by Buy Gainfully Employed Tart. I have a question. Are you always going to line it in saran wrap? No, we'll figure temporary. out. That, yeah. That's only temporary. But it, it looks pretty wild. It, yeah, it looks a little wild. We we had to kind of ma- make what do. You're uh, like pseudo drinking out of the chalice, but really you're just having an adult Capri Sun over there. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? You're drinking out of a bag. Nah, the plastic's not 
totally closed, so it's not quite an adult Capri Sun. It's like a reverse brown bag <laughs> drink. Ah, yeah. there okay, there okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, as far as the drink goes, the triple sec has no place here. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But it's it is, but it is quite, uh, quite hefty in the on the rum part. All right, well, guys, I have a wager that I want to propose. Oh, is it? Is this because sports betting on your phone is legal now? Yeah, in Ohio? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that happened like uh, two know, days ago or something. Yeah, well, I've been getting ads for it, like yep. you know, nonstop. Oh my been, gosh! Uh, one one of the guys from the Impractical Jokers keeps doing it. He's on the ads. Who else is on the ads? Uh, uh, I don't know. I just hear a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. What's your proposal? I didn't know that was even the case. This is the first time hearing about this. I can't believe you've had ads for it. Oh, yeah. Literally lots nonstop. Nonstop for two weeks. Like, get, get $200 off your first yeah. bet on DraftKings. $5. You get uh, get 200 in free bets. We, we've heard this. Yeah. Where yeah. are you getting these it's ads? Disgu- uh, the disgusting. Blowback Podcast. Um, Where else have I heard this? Um, any, I, I think like, Hulu, I've seen it. I've seen ads yeah. on Hulu. Literally yeah, I, def- I definitely see them on, uh, they pop up on TikTok for sure. Huh. Well, they, they know that I don't like to gamble because it, it makes me anxious and sweat. So that's probably why. <laughs> like <laughs> me too. And he's sweating in my apartment. It is, it is extremely heavy on any NFL or NHL game. It's, yeah, it's yeah. too much. <laughs> yeah. It's way too much. But in, in the spirit of that, who do we have that hasn't drank? Is it just the, the Ohio crew that hasn't drank this cycle? Or- I'm pretty sure Ooh, I think- boys, because right, okay. I haven't gone yet. Yeah, I was so, I was able to hold off on em- like keep Emily out of the oh, wait, the chalice wait. spot. Don't roll yet. Okay. So so this is my proposal because we're doing these back to back, and uh, there's no possible way that next week there could be a drink poll. So my proposal is. That whoever loses today gets to drink whatever they want on the next episode because there's no drink pool. But that's hmm. just how that works, though. Well, normally we no, would yeah, say we normally would we would normally we would say okay, we're drinking whatever we want, and uh, and so actually Haley lost, so she's drinking the week after that. Yeah, but instead, so this time you're saying the loser just wins. Instead, what yeah. I'm wagering is that the person that loses today doesn't have to participate in a poll. Okay. I was so worried you were going to say whoever loses has to go do one of the sessions downstairs. Don't bring that up. We're not doing those. No, I know. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> All right. If I lose, I'm drinking a sesh. Oh, no. no, I'm not He's doing that. He's playing himself. He's playing himself. Natural 12. 20. Fantastic. Oh. This is the year of Steve. Wow. Haley, I'll see you in the championship. (laughs) Yes. The year of Steve. I'm really proud of you, Steve. This might be the time. This could be his time. It's the October 8th babies facing off. (laughs) (laughs) The stakes have never been higher. There can only be one. (laughs) Yeah, this is like, this is the true, uh, this is the true underdog story. Vicious empire that has won half of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus versus true underdog that has never won a single cup. Yep. And doesn't even drink out of it. She doesn't even. Oh, drink yeah. Out yeah. Of yeah. It. The, the evil, the evil, uh, 
empire that never drinks out of the oh yeah i mean if i win i'm taking it home like i'm gonna oh, take yeah. care of it yeah <laughs> like the nice. egg in like fifth grade <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's bringing the hamster home baby. yep <laughs> it's gonna be on my nightstand <laughs> he tries to run away <laughs> he drinks everything at home out of it <laughs> I mean, he said he was gonna. Uh, People have video yeah. calls. Yeah. She's like, what drink the- out of it with the, on his video calls. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm gonna raise the ante. If, <laughs> if I win, I will unironically drink water out of it during a work meeting. All right, all right. And let that happen. That's right, I'll pay that. on video. I'll pay five dollars to bet two hundred dollars yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when last we left our heroes, they finished up the ghouls and the. Tyrant's whispers that were compelling them to eat gross body parts. And they surveyed kind of the entirety of that part of Ren Church, found some interesting information, namely that corpses are being made to look like Kendra. And they got some loot. And then they buffed up. They headed into the hallway where they could hear a conversation happening in a room that um, to the south of the hallway. But before. They were able to check that out. A haunt triggered, suffocating both uh, the Lopper and Lyra. They were able to dispatch the haunt, and that's where we find them. Yeah, so we need to heal up, obviously. Um, so to heal quickly, effectively, etc., uh, Eclipse is going to use one point from her conjuration pool to do basically a flush mend, which is the equivalent of a, a cure serious wounds. And then um, Tulia is going to cast Infernal Healing Greater, uh, which takes one minute, but over the course of that minute, um, the Lopper will heal 40 points. And then uh, I will look for help. Mm-hmm. I think Matsumbe, having recognized the haunt and being the one to really start dispatching it, is going to lean into his Inquisitor side for a moment. We must continue forward as quickly as possible. We heard people in the next room. We cannot let the momentum stop. And he is going to use the spontaneous channeling ability of the book to convert a ton of his spells into healing um, healing magics. So uh, we did this off air, and some of this we actually did retroactively for the, the healing that we needed to do in the last episode midway through but Matumbe burns up almost the last of his spells I've got like three left or something really low Uska rushes up to Lyra's side who's just on laying on the ground and she checks for signs of life and seeing Lyra's shallow breathing she uses uh, one charge of a cure light wound wand and then when Lyra is conscious again She's going to convert a majority of her spells into healing herself up since she was all the way at zero hit points. Yeah, this was very painful for our resources. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, Steve, how many exactly, how many spells did you use uh, for the last bit? Uh, three. Okay, good. So, so far, and so long as uh, Lear didn't use much more than that, I think we're only one minute of healing. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to say you are two minutes into all of your minutes per level spells. So you've got eight minutes of um, stone skin of death watch Not or so, death ward so, rather. Well, 
So stone skin, stone skin was much longer. Yeah, stone no, skin is twenty minutes, so you have eighteen minutes of stone skin left. I think at this point too, Durin is just gonna pull a big, nasty-looking syringe off his belt and jam it into his arm. It looks like it's actually empty; like he'd be just shooting air into his uh, into his veins. But it has the invisibility serum of his mutagen. I've kind of gotten to the point where it's like his will save sucks enough that taking it down a point or two isn't probably going to matter too much. Watch me eat my words probably this episode. But (laughs) this does give him his invisibility powers for the next hour or so. And it's going to help his his AC and his to hit and all that fun stuff. So I'm hoping this pays off. Sure. And he goes invisible. All right. So you guys cast a couple spells. Durin goes invisible. And do you guys want to place yourselves on the map? For sure. What's the game plan here? Are you guys going to investigate the room to the south now that you're kind of approaching the end of the hallway? Ikmer and Matumbe at least can see that there's another door Mm -hmm. to the north. So there's a door to the south and a door to the north. Door to the south was the one with the whispers, right? Yes, the door to the south had. And it wasn't really whispers. It's just you were so far away. And through closed door, you really needed that like 50 perception to hear like the conversation through these like stone walls and, you know, heavy wooden doors. Got it. But you, you know, you heard a conversation to you. It was like muffled. How about we start with this? Matume checks out the doors, look, looks for traps, get a gauge on if this is going to like squeak when we open it or be super noticeable. And if there's something that needs to get disarmed or done stealthily, we can talk about that. But if not, we're probably just going to have, like, ick plow through this thing. So you're checking out the southern door. Go ahead and make me a perception. Absolutely. Will do. Oh, this is just classic Ickmer. 13. Yeah, Ick, I mean, with a 13, it looks like a regular door. Heavy, but not, um, not, like, trapped. Yeah, not wonderful for Mitsumbe. That is going to be a 43 on perception, 44 for traps. Yeah, it, it doesn't appear to be trapped, and further, uh, it doesn't appear to be locked. Okay. Well, Ikma, this door is not locked. It is also not trapped. I think there are adversaries on the other side. We probably have little hope of sneaking through. What say you, shock and awe? That sounds like a plan to me. I think I'm going to open it real quick, rush in there, and then, well, just follow behind. Hope for the best. Okay. Ooh, Uska's going to form a lifelink with Air Bear before we go in. Okay. Ikmer, you open the door, and you see inside this room a... Two figures. Uh, one is a pale-skinned woman sitting at a comfortable-looking chair towards the south of the room, and the other is a well-dressed, almost in like a butler attire-looking okay. uh, figure. But but when you when you look closer, you can tell that he is like horribly gaunt, and further you can tell that like this this like butler attire is a facade he's got some pretty serious armor on okay underneath um but he turns to you upon uh, you opening the door 
and and now you can see like as he's as he as he's faced you he's just got this like tall lanky frame his eyes look like dead fish eyes uh, and his hair is like limp and light he kind of gestures at you with his palms open my my more visitors eh i must warn you the living are not looked kindly upon in ren church what is it that i can do for you we're looking for our friend kendra oh miss kendra well i am the cathedral's chamberlain however what business do you have with miss kendra she is very occupied at the moment well the kendra we know would make time for us and we we know that she's been kidnapped by a bad person and we'd like to talk to her Oh, so you know Miss Kendra from before. Hmm, well that won't do. And you've you've come this far in the cathedral. That's right. Oh, the Grey Friar will be much displeased about this, but it is a Chamberlain's duty to dispatch of the rough raff. And so, I do apologize, but I will ask you one more time to leave peacefully. And... We're not leaving without Kendra. Mm, shame. You seem a nice young ba- young man. Um, but the Grey Friar will turn you all compliant in undeath. So maybe this is the better fate for you. And he pulls out a sword from his side and you everybody to roll for initiative. <sighs> all right. Air Bear. He was ready for this with the 31. 31, nice. How about Uska? I'm rolling my critical knit sweater today, and it is helping me out because it's a 27. Very nice. Nice. Tulia. Tulia got a 25. All right. How about Matumbe? I'm going to need to know Tulia's modifier. Also got a 25. Plus eight. Haley. Not only will we roll off next episode for the drink poll, <laughs> but we will roll off tonight for initiative. Oh, fuck. A natural one. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> so, Matumbe Tulia. <laughs> All right, how about Durin? Uh, actually, drop Matumbe behind Tulia. I'd rather her go first. I'll just wait. See what happens. She got spells and shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Durin has a 28. What's Durin's modifier? That'll be an 11. Okay. Lyra? 22. Some good initiatives tonight. Eclipse? Until me. Yeah. Seven. Seven. How about Ikmer? 14. But that was like a decent roll. No one said you were quick. You know what? That actually, it's good that you got above Eclipse because now your characters are curling back to back. Because Air Bear's at the top <laughs> and Ikmer was going to be at the bottom. Yep. I don't know why this is on round two. Because you never ended the combat. Well, we're just going to start on round two. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Air Bear. Legal? You're up. So he is going to move 15 feet in. See these two characters... The one butler looking man and say, oh gosh, well, he is going to (laughs) declare a challenge against this man 
and say that was quite the surprise. We didn't even try to sneak through, just bust the door open. And uh, declare the challenge against this man with the swift action. I'm going first this combat. That was quite the surprise you pulled on us. I think he was more saying it was a surprise Ickbar busted down the door right. without sneaking. And then I guess he's just going to have to continue his movement because at this point I've stopped to declare his challenge and then I'll move another five feet to be right next to this uh, gentleman. Okay. Next in the order, you see rising out of the floor this writhing storm of screaming spectral faces that moves and attacks at Air Bear. That wasn't in the initiative order, so admittedly that was a little bit of a surprise. Didn't see him yeah. there. Invisible. <laughs> yeah, not great. Invisible initiative. Yep. Uh, how is a uh, 25 against your touch? That does hit. Admittedly, he is also 10 feet away, so that is also not great. Yeah, he got a bit of reach. I don't really see anything but a black blob yeah, from my perspective. 22 points of damage, and I can show you guys an image of these. I would love to see what horrible creature is haunting us. Admittedly, yeah. it does kind of look like a black blob, but you can Ooh. kind of, just like you can see a shape Ooh. in a cloud, you can kind of make out yeah. the faces screaming. It, it kind of looks like a shadowy Dorito chip or guitar pick, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's full like, of like faces if you look really close. Faces, like scream it's face. actively moving. That's why yeah. it's shaped weird. It's a moving cloud in the, in the image. So you're going to take 22 points of damage. Okay. That's not great. Now, again, with, like, the corrupting touch stuff, that's not negative energy damage, so I believe you're not immune to it with your death ward. The other thing that happens is you take two points of wisdom damage. Oh, boy. This is notably also not a negative effect. It's a mind-affecting effect. Oh, and no save. And there is no save. Ouch. Lovely. Yes. Great. Gonna be like that then, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna be like that, yeah. For, for a little bit. <laughs> However, it's Durin's turn now. Lovely. So Durin cannot see the lady that's in this room, but he can see this. I think he was described himself as a butler, a porter, maybe. Yeah. The Chamberlain. The Chamberlain. Yes, that's correct. Mm. Wilt. Yes. Yeah. And then behind that is this uh, shadowy guitar pick. <laughs> Durin actually does have pretty good knowledge of religion, so he does want to learn a little bit more about both of these creatures because that's going to determine who I attack. Are these both knowledge religions? Am I assuming undead on these yep, guys? Both or? of them would be knowledge religion. All right, let's do Chamberlain. 29. Uh, 29. Let's see. He is. Yeah, you're going to get one question on him. Um, what I will tell you is he looks like some variation of a creature called a Fext. A Fext? F E X T. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've literally never heard that word before in my life. Okay. Durin is invisible right now. What are its senses? Let's see. His senses. 
just dark vision, just I believe. Hold on. It's got some at wills that I want to make sure are not. Nope. Yeah, just dark vision for him. Interesting. Okay. And then caller in darkness. Ooh, also a terrible roll there. 26 total. 26 meets your one question. Same question. So, um, yes, this is a caller in darkness. And it has uh, dark vision as well. And I believe that's it. I'm just looking for anything that's like a life sense that any of these guys have. It doesn't appear to. Okay. So I think what Durin is going to do is he's going to target the Chamberlain, who's the closest one to us. They're both right next to each other. So if I hit, I will be doing a little bit of splash damage. Mm -hmm. What Durin's going to do is he's going to take a move action to use bullseye shot, steadying his aim for his eventual actual attack. And he's going to pull this vial off of his belt that has this like miasmic purple energy contained within it. This is a void bomb. He clips that onto an arrow, pulls back the string and lets loose at the Chamberlain. So I'm going to roll this at a plus two because I'm invisible and he can't see me. Mm -hmm. And then he's not going to get his dex bonus if he has any to his AC. Ooh, sounds like I might need it. That's a nine, 11, 37? 37 does it. Okay, so let's get started here with a little bit of regular damage. I didn't have power attack on. That is going to be nine points of piercing damage from the bow. Um, none of that appears to go through. Okay, that is not entirely surprising, but the bomb explodes. It's a little less powerful than a regular bomb. We're using D4s instead of D6s. But let's get the damage first before we talk about what actually happens. And those of you who've heard the neutral interlude probably know. It's 28 points of bludgeoning damage. I imagine not all of it goes through if mm -hmm. the last one didn't. But this is why I did that. I'm going to need a reflex save. Sure thing. Oh, buddy. What? You already knew this information. So... Yeah, everything. If you got to take this back, you can. Remember, everything has freedom of movement in here because of the unhallow. Oh fuck! I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I I would have different. That's totally fine. You could you could take that back if you want to just cut. You know, redo your turn. Yeah, I mean it'll be the same turn just with a different bomb. That's fine. I'll allow that. Yeah, you could just swap the bomb if you want to swap the bomb. Let's just call it a holy bomb then. Good damage. All right. We're not even going to worry about a fortitude save because that's staggered versus evil. Undead don't roll fortitude saves. So let's just talk damage. 32 points of good damage. Okay. And then I'll need a reflex save from the big boy, the caller in darkness for the splash. Sure. Ooh, horrible roll. 22. 22 is a fail. That is going to be 13 points of good damage. All right. And Sorry, I'm going to take the effects uh, 18 damage back out. There we go. All right. And since that kind of just originates from the void at the back of the party, they probably don't have a great idea where he's at, but I am going to be safe and just take a five foot step back to throw him off further. And that's his full turn. Sure. Uska. Uska may not have been able to see that air bear was hit, but she can feel it because she loses five hit points and he gains five. And she looks to Ikmer, who's currently blocking the door, 
and she can see one enemy inside and she pulls at his strands of fate, giving him protective luck. All right. And then she moves. Uh, Currently, she can't see all the way into the room. So she just moves to the other side of the doorway so she can see inside. All right. Sounds good. Tulia, you're up. Tulia cannot see a single enemy from where she is standing. Tragic. So I'm going to start walking and see if I see anything. You see about half. I see half of a woman. Nice. (laughs) Which half? Upper. Nice. Bottom half of a horse. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm going to go ahead and actually just go use a magic missile. Magic missile. Yeah. Because until some of this clears out with my melee people, I can't really move around. And so I what I don't want to do is I don't want to go in for combat. I also don't want to delay because I like where I'm at in my initiative. Yeah, it, it always makes sense to have the person like at the doorway to go just about last in in combat. That's that's how it's always done. You, yeah, yeah. Take it from the pros. <laughs> 18. 18. I'm very proud of myself. Those were some great rolls. Absolutely. Nice. Matumbe. Yeah, bear, I am on my way. Ikma, you make a better door than a window. Has anyone told you that? As he passes through? Uh, actually, he's really good at protecting if something were to run up. Um... I, I, I know, I've known him just as long as you like <laughs> I'm giving the boy a little guff. Meanwhile, everyone, all these enemies are like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> all this bickering <laughs> like old people. The Chamberlain's like, these guys do seem quite nice. We've, we've been <laughs> told them they just have to turn around. <laughs> we've been together for too long. We're just bickering in combat. Like an old couple. <laughs> 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 and Matume moves 20 feet up. This gets him right by the Chamberlain. What's going to happen? We all know. It's a big old swipe with the book. All right. After I roll knowledge checks. Yes. Ooh, good call. Knowledge. All right. Chamberlain first. Here we go. Oh, boy. He's just making Durin look like a huge chump here. (laughs) Oh, boy. 54. 54. Let's see. That could have been my attack roll, but well, I mean, not 54, but the die I rolled could have been my attack roll, but you know what? It's fine. Oh, you'll get it twice. I have faith or better. You got five questions, bud. Are there more than five things to ask? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what you could ask. Uh, Special defenses. It clearly has DR. What's the DR? Okay, so he's got DR 10 glass or obsidian. So your item must be made of glass or obsidian to bypass the DR. Mm. Everyone has those He's got glass swords. Energy resistance to electricity and fire. He's immune to ability drain, bleed, cold, death effects, disease, energy drain, exhaustion, fatigue, mind affecting, non-lethal paralysis, physical ability damage, poison, sleep, and stunning. And he has spell resistance. Uh, special abilities. Sure, special abilities. At will, he can cast death now, protection from good, and speak with dead. Three times a day, he can cast bestow curse. 
Oh, and I guess I'll give you this as a maybe a part of defenses. He also has mobility. Oh. Um, Let's get a weakest save in there. Weakest save is reflex. Reflex, okay. Might as well do the one we only do when we have too many, which is any weaknesses. Weaknesses, <laughs> yes. This isn't a weakness, but technically it contains a weakness. So when effects is reduced to zero hit points by anything other than a glass weapon or obsidian weapon, it's not destroyed, but instead becomes unconscious. Additionally, 1d4 minutes after falling unconscious, it gains fast healing one. To be completely destroyed, it must be reduced to zero hit points by a glass or obsidian weapon, or once it's rendered unconscious, its head must be severed and anointed with holy water. Uh, Matumbe looks back. Eclipse! Then he looks slightly to the side. Durin! Holy water! Beheading! <laughs> you too! Uh, I think I can do that! Perfect! Uh, you have, like, special attacks. Um, I could tell you what the, um, what the spell resistance is, or what the energy resistances are. I don't know. Let's just get the energy resistances and call it a day. Okay. Uh, resistant to electricity, 10, and fire, 10. Spell resistance, 21. <laughs> Whoa. Ow! Julia, don't worry about this one. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep it rolling. Collar in darkness. Sure. Don't worry. Much, much. Oh, my God. As <sighs> low as I could. Mm-hmm. One on the D20, oh. one on the D6. That'll be a 32. 32 will get you two questions. Special defenses. Special defenses. Oh, they're, they're incorporeal, first off. They're immune to ability drain, bleed, uh, critical hits from anyone but Air Bear. Uh, because Air Bear has that like ghost touch on his weapons. Uh, I mean, the death effects, disease, energy drain, exhausted, fatigue, mind affecting, non-lethal paralysis, physical ability damage, poison, precision, sleep, stunning. Again, the precision only applies to people without um, ghost touch. All right. You know what? Let's just swing for the fences here. Weaknesses. Weaknesses. Uh, it does have sunlight powerlessness. Oh. So if the creature is oh. in sunlight but not in an area of daylight or similar spells. It cannot attack and is staggered. That's cool. I don't think anyone has sunlight off the rip. No. And I hope the listening audience isn't bored of this because I'm rolling on the third person. Sure. (laughs) All right, that is going to be a 40, a flirty 40. Uh, Let's see, flirty 40, three questions. Special defenses. Okay, she's a vampire. So same special defenses as you know vampires have. Uh, DR, 10, magic, and silver. And then um, the important ones, energy resistance, cold, and electricity, 10. And, like, she has some channel resistance, you know. Gotcha. Uh, let me let me get a weakest save in here. Weakest save is reflex. Reflex. Anything anybody wants to know about this lady? Uh, I don't have anything specific. Come on, Brooks. I know you want something. You know, we, she doesn't have... Sen- we didn't call out her senses yet. Let's do that one as well. Okay, yeah, sure. Senses. Yep. So she, like most vampires, has dark vision. That's it. Uh, the only other things I'll give you is she's holding a hero deck. She appears to be some kind of caster. 
Okay. I would like to amend my movement slightly to put myself next to Air Bear because I can do that at no penalty of movement. As he would have gone through the door, he could take the same the diagonal, diagonal right step. next yep. to him. And then Matumbe, after staring at three creatures for about 20 minutes and absorbing everything that they can do, is going to try and swing at this Chamberlain dude with his book. Sure. Natural one. Oh, <sighs> all right. And that's his turn. Okay, it is the woman in the back's turn. She is going to draw three hero cards. I doubt this bode wells for us. I got my deck here, so. Ooh. Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> they give you, like, dice rolls that you can use for this. Uh, if you haven't guessed, she's a harrower. I'm excited to see what she yeah. can do. Matube shouts to the crowd. Leave her to Lyra. <laughs> These two will duel it out. <laughs> Are they going to fight with their cards? Yu-Gi-Oh! No. <laughs> duel. God, this is, this is cool. Okay. So the way a harrower works is they can, you know, as they level up, certain suits give them special powers to their spells. Um, one of the suits is the strength, um, the Tower of Strength. So whenever a harrower uses her hero casting ability, which is what I'm using, to augment a spell that deals damage to hit points. The spell deals plus one point of damage per die for each card from the suit of strength she draws. I've got two suit of strength cards, so this is going to be plus two damage per die Yikes. to the spell I'm about to cast. I'm sure it's only a couple die. Mm. Yeah. Only, only a couple. We're not clumped up at all. So... In a 40-foot emanation. 40. Yeah. 40-foot radius burst, so I'm going to throw it at the door because we got some cold immunity in these guys, and it's going to hit everybody. So it's, it's going to be cast on Ikmer. I need reflex saves from everybody. Mitsume is a 33. Then Durin is a 25. Matumbe succeeds, and he has the Ring of Evasion, right? Absolutely. So he's good. Uh, Durin fails. Fuck. Uh, Clips got 27. The Lapper got a 22, and Tulia got a 28. Okay. Uh, the Lopper fails. The other two succeed, so they'll take half. Lyra got a 9. Uthka <laughs> got a 19. Okay, so they both fail. However, Lyra's not going to take the listed damage. She's going to take more damage because she's a watery creature. Uh, so I'll roll your damage separate. Ouchie. Why do you keep forcing Lyra to make saves? <laughs> Once again, Emily, great job on these saves. Let's keep it going. Keep it coming, Emily. Book six, uh, a nine reflex save. We're looking yeah. great. Yeah, that was about oh, as wow. low as I could go. I'm, I'm trying. That, that is, that's great. Ikmer and Air Bear both got a 25. They both fail. So anyone that fails takes 78 cold damage. Oh! Those that succeed, aside from Matumbe, will take 37. Um, and then let's let's get Lyra's damage. Oh my god, she might die from a one-shot. <sighs> Actually, she takes less damage. 
Oh. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's 14d8 versus 14d6. Is that because she, oh. like... rolled the d8s. Her, her water what? insulates her? I'm just rolling the d8s. So I rolled 14d8, and the total was less than the 14d6. Yeah. So oh. you take 73 points of damage. So you lucked out. I have wow. one, two, three, four, five ones in that in that grouping. No eights. What's what's this look like, Griff? Like what what just happened here? So um, you see coming from her hands what looks like a snowball, and it sails right into Ikmer, and almost like a kid that gets hit with a hit with a snowball in the face. At first, he just feels cold, and then this thing grows into a sphere that's bigger than him and almost hatches like an egg and radiates this burst of cold and Lyra being more aquatic feels the intensity of the cold even worse as like her overly um, moist body uh, freezes up so she should have taken more damage but she didn't (laughs) Um, luck is finally on my side and then I'm just going to have her move 30 feet away. Lyra, it's your turn. Lyra can't even see inside the room to see any combatants right now. Now, what I will say is that although you didn't like ask a ton or learn a ton about that woman in the back, what she just did immediately makes most of you think she's probably the biggest threat in the room. I mean, yeah, she just put out, like, multiple hundreds of damage. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Lyra realizes we need as much help as we can get. So she starts singing. And remember, you get an extra D6 of sonic damage. I didn't hear that in any of the resistances. Oh, yeah. If if you you were there within 30 feet of uh, Lyra, which at this point... I don't know if that works through a wall. Well, yeah, Lyra can't see right now, so she is going to move up 10 feet. She still can't see. I mean, that spell hit all of us, and Lyra was kind of standing off to the side, so she takes another step to kind of back up and then be able to see into the room, and now she's lined up with the door, so I think at this point, her song would be kind of spilling into the room as she can see. Sure. And that's going to be her full turn. Well, perfect. It's the Chamberlain's turn. He kind of like sadly, you know, sword in hand, but he kind of sadly shrugs at the group of you. I told you it didn't have to be this way. And then, huh. He is going to cleave, starting with Air Bear. So if he hits Air Bear, he's going to cleave through to Batum Bay. Okay. All right. Notably, this will hurt his AC a bit. Okay, Air Bear, how is a 36 to hit? That does hit. Okay. Take 22 points of damage. Oofta. Okay. Um, but because you have Death Ward on, you do not take negative levels. That's um, very good. Ikmer is, or, uh, excuse me, Air Bear is very hurt. And then he's going to go ahead and cleave through to Matumbe. Oh, that's a natural 20. Mm. Perfect. Did you know that when standing next to Air Bear, I get a plus one to my AC? 
That's awesome. Oh, wait a second. Uh, wait a second. For the confirm. Are you close enough? To Matumbe? Yeah, I'm within 30 feet of of both of them with Uska, and Uska has acted, so she will use her... My hero. Yes. Define interference, since they're within 30 feet, and okay. just, uh, it's going to be a first level spell, so just minus one. Okay, that's going to be a... It would be a 38, but it's a 37 because of the minus one. That's fine. It's not a crit. Okay, yeah, we'll still take it. Hit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely take that 23 points of damage. I'll gladly take that over a crit and whatever nasty potential crit stuff he has. For sure. And then he's going to, because he used cleave, which is a standard action, he's going to... Um, Use a move action to kick on his boots. You see little wings appear on the heels of his boots. And he's going to take a diagonal five-foot step up. So he is now five feet in the air, which is still plenty reachable by both of you. If we step up. Yes, if you step up. Next, you see a second caller in darkness who is going to... Take a step up. Five foot step up. This one's the Frank caller in darkness. And so I started blasting. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he's going to do. He's going he's gonna to attempt to touch Air Bear. Okay. This isn't going to end well. Yeah, that's a um, 32 against touch. Yep. Okay, so damage wise... only 20 points of damage. Oh boy. And then you take three points of wisdom damage. You said that was three? Yes, three points of wisdom damage. Ikmer is up. Oh boy. He's going to run up to the Chamberlain and say, you could have just given us our friend. I don't know why you're trying. I don't have her. I don't have her. And I told you, you have to go away with the Great Friar. Well, he will have you. And we want our friend. <laughs> what a diplomat. You'll make, a, you'll make quite the fext, much like me. We all wear heavy armor. No. All right, well, maybe we'll talk after this or something. I don't know. You could be the stable boy. I'm the Chamberlain. You could be the stable boy. It's a pretty good deal. All right. My people will call your people after this. Yeah, let's, let's get in touch. <laughs> but gonna attack first. Sure. With a nine on the die, don't think it's... Well, it's 32. You never know. He's taken a cleave AC penalty, um, but a 32, unfortunately, does not hit. Wow. That is a standard and move. That's yep. all he's got. You're toe-to-toe now. Mm-hmm. It's time for Eclipse and the Lopper. Yes, so, standard action, I will get Ghost Touch, because I feel like that's really needed at this point. Well, Sarah Bear just takes him out. There's two of them, though. Well, Sarah Bear just takes him out. Is Air Bear doing that? Uh, Do we feel confident? I would say Air Bear is... He was hurt very much so before he got hurt. Now he's I feel confident hurt. in Air Bear having one more turn. 
Let's let's. Uh, uh, what are the what's the uh, over under on? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna do ghost touch. I am though. Going to go over to Air Bear. Well, actually, I think right behind Matumbe, and next to Air Bear. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Cure Serious Wounds on you. Oh, thank you. So you can keep hitting us or keep hitting for us. 20 points of healing. Oh, wow. That, thank you so much. Okay, great. Hey, do you have a religion? I do. I will roll a religion check. Knowledge check for religion. 25. That meets. So I'm going to give you an important information tidbit about these callers in darkness. That thing they keep doing to Air Bear is consuming his mind. If his wisdom goes to zero... He is permanently dead. Oh. If any of your wisdom score reaches zero from these creatures, you are permanently dead. Uh, in fact, unless you kill the thing that absorbed their mind, you can't bring those people back unless you use Wish or Miracle to free the creature's mind. So you're not going to want your wisdom to go to zero. And Brooks, your wisdom's at like 24, 25 right now, right? <laughs> Closer to half that. That's actually not too bad. I'm taking five points of wisdom. I have. So nope. imagine you're sitting at like a seven. My wisdom is at nine. Okay. Well, I did. I attempted to, to heal you. you. Oh, you did a lot. But but I can't do anything for your wisdom right now. So, <laughs> sorry. Okay. The lopper is... Um, going to come into the room here and go help out Ikmer. Uh, I believe you'd take an AOO there. You went through that For square. Mm-hmm. He's got a 10 foot reach. I thought that was 15 feet when I was counting. That's why I was 10 feet. Oh. Then that'd be 15 if you wanted to go in and then take another diagonal. Yeah, that's where you saw I was trying to like avoid it. I just didn't. I thought that was 15. So I should be able to do you go here to here. here. Okay, so the lapper has walked up and then uh, gonna slam. Sure. Okay, headbutt. That would be a 32. Nope. That is a miss. That is bad. That's a miss with the cleave penalty. Wow. That is really bad. Very, very bad. Air Bear, you're up. All right. He exclaims with with his new blade let the light of this blade shine on you and five foot step up and try to attack the chamberlain he is desperate for a critical threat at this point because with this blade even with a critical threat the target has fairy fire, which is very close to sunlight. Which, <laughs> well, which is uh, described quite. by it is described as the target is surrounded by a halo of golden sunlight, equivalent to fairy fire. Yes, equivalent to fairy fire. He's not the one that's weak to sun, by the way. It's the I understand that the big guys, but it would take it would hopefully at least do something because. You are the only one that can attack the 
color and darkness for full damage. Yep, you're yep. literally the only one. All right, I'm gonna take all of that. I'd, I'd like to take all of that back, revoke my challenge. Oh yeah, I for, well yeah, you, you have him challenged, so sure, you can. So it won't, it certainly won't be anywhere near the same amount of damage, but he at least needs to do something here. So taking a five foot step up, attacking the color of, was it color in darkness? Color in darkness, yeah. Right ahead of him. I want to roll at least the first three by hand because they are so important. It's not a critical threat and it's not even that great. 20? 20 does not hit. Also not a critical threat. I'd really prefer not to say this number, but it is nowhere near the first one. Ooh. And unfortunately worse than the next or than the previous. That is... What's your first hit? Only a 20. Yes. Is it because you're not challenging? Is challenge that? Well, he's not challenging, and he's an attack. He's attacking with a non-agile weapon, so it doesn't oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. It, Double it, whammy. It's like it adds his negative strength to hit instead of his plus seven seven dex to hit. Yep. So with that, he is going to attack with his offhand weapon. Going to be much stronger. Thirty-one to hit. Yep, that hits. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> here comes the, the critical threat here with an 18 on the die, bringing that one to a, what, 37. So, yep. Yep. And they can be crit by you. Thank goodness. Okay. I am going to roll to confirm that. Oh, absolutely. Um, 12, 12 on the die plus the, the critical feat plus four critical focus. So 16 plus your to hit. Yes, so that brings it to a 35. Yep, you got it. It's a confirmed crit. Okay. Ooh. All right, we're racking up damage here. I do not get any more hit. So, one crit and one normal. And you are within 30 feet of Lyra. <gasps> so 2d6 of Sonic for 71 damage. All right, very good damage. And obviously, because your your ability now with the Iron Stone to ghost touch your, both your weapons, uh, that all goes through. Thank goodness. We need to start doing doing damage back. It is the alert color in darkness's turn. It's going to attack Air Bear. Okay. That is a thirty-two. That will not hit. To touch. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that, no, that is going to hit. Okay. It's going to deal 29 points of damage, and you're going to take one point of wisdom damage. Then it's going to take a five-foot step to consume you. Oh. Now this darkness is wrapped around you. And... Air Bear almost smiles because he wants to be underfoot. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't. His jaw is probably so messed up right now from all the damage he's taken. <laughs> well, it is Durin's turn. Okay. We know the real threat here. I mean, the real threat is getting wiped by these creatures, but 
the biggest threat in this room is the vampire lady in the back. Nobody is close to her, but we do have a ranged DPS character. So Durin was not able to see her before. However, she moved across the room. So if he takes this, so she crossed his sight line at some point, he takes a step and is now able to see her. He is still invisible. You only needed a five foot for that, which is great. Absolutely. So he's going to steady his shot. She's too far away to do like a full bomb barrage and be really confident about it. So he is going to spend a, a swift action to... Oh boy, it's a little too early to try and just damage her to death. So he is going to... Oh, you know what? I think I have to do that because I was either going to use flash powder to try and blind her or a thunderstone to try and deafen her. Both of those require a fortitude save. She's undead. So he attaches a holy water flask to his arrow. He also puts a explosive bomb on there because of her energy resistances. I did not hear fire. Let's get that persistent ticking if I can hit her. And he's going to pull back the string of the bow and let fly. We're going to need it. I rolled really bad, but that is going to be a 33 and she does not get her dex bonus. Yep, that hits. Wonderful. We're going to start with 17 points of piercing damage. And remind me, what's the plus on this? Just a plus one. Okay, so seven. Fine by me. We're also going to do 23 points of fire damage. We're going to be ticking D6s on her turn, unless you want to take some time to get rid of that. And then finally, that holy water splashes over her and does an additional 2D4 points of damage. Let's get that going. Four additional points of holy water damage. And I think that's it. Okay. However, now notably... That invisibility kicks off for him. He's no longer invisible. So she takes this explosive and looks right down the barrel at you as you become visible. Yeah. Snarls at her at you with a fanged grimace. Uska. Uska is not feeling great after all that cold damage, but not a hundred percent of the cold damage went through thanks to her tiefling uh, ancestry. Oh, you only took uh, 73, just like Leah? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take what I can get uh, because she keeps that lifelink going. Air bear heals five hit points. Oh, thank you. And then she takes a five foot step up just to get better sight into the room. She channels for 29 hit points. And thankfully, everyone is within range. We get that roll twice, take the better, and then... Except the lopper. The lopper's straight through a wall. Oh, I could not even see him. So, yes. And then final action. Uska cackles to herself, extending the protective luck on Ikmer. And that will be her full turn. Okay. Tulia. You can see Ikmer, the Lopper, and a tiny bit of this fixed chamber. All right. So Tulia is going to take a five-foot step up. She can now see the color in darkness and the Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. 
but that's not everybody. Now she can see the pale female from before. There's so much resistance to electricity and fire. Very unfortunate for me. And so T Tulia is going to cast the spell Release the Hounds and a pack of wolves is going to encapsul encapsulate, <laughs> basically surround this uh, vampire sorcerer. And so I need a large token, please. Hell yeah. Ooh. You're a game master. Do it yourself. I love how even this this room has the detail to have curtains. Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, that means that from this room, they expect a view um, to, you know, occasionally uh, draw and open the curtains. That's That's a lovely touch. I mean, there's no windows on the on the map yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if only there were windows. If oh, but it's like eternally dusk here, so we couldn't just open up the blinds and let the sunlight in. Yeah, yeah you know, it's not going to give you level two options to win a fight in uh, you know book six, unfortunately. But I love the idea. Okay. They might want to look outside. Um. So the wolf pack is now um. On, on top of and all over this vampire sorcerer. This is the uh, distraction special. It's it's got all the swarm abilities. So if there was there's casting, obviously this will cause problems. And then um, the swarm will deal three d six points of damage. So that's ten points of damage. And this isn't going to be a major damage dealing thing, but I'm hoping this helps distract and cause problems does for it do anything if it deals zero damage like does it still distract and stuff I think so I think that's a swarm property alright Matumbe okay Matumbe sees this swarm of wolves burst out of the ether and start attacking this vampire caster lady he is right next to a ton of his friends and these caller and darknesses but he knows that this lady is powerful and she could probably just step out of that swarm and start attacking. So he's going to look to his friends around him. You deal with these creatures. I will help the wolves. And he's going to make a break to try and lock this lady into this wolf swarm, which I can get to where I want to go. But this is going to occur in some attacks of opportunity, Griff. First one being from this close collar in darkness. Yep, that is a 35 against nope. touch. Oh, well, touch. <laughs> yep, that's, that, that'll touch. I did that same thing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my AC's a fucking 40 where I'm standing when I'm doing this. Damn, that might be... That's close to Ekmer, not quite. 24 points of damage and 4 points of wisdom damage. All right, and then I'll take another one coming out of the next step. That is only a 32. I mean, yeah, obviously. Okay. Ooh, one, two. Another 22. And... Oof. Another four points of wisdom damage. Tombe's wisdom's not looking good. However, that reposition 
He runs through and um, does the vampire have an opportunity to take an opportunity attack on him? Yep, for sure. All right. So she can. She's going to miss with like a 20. Okay. That's good. I can't do anything this round, but for the listeners at home, if the swarm covers a two by two grid, she's in the bottom left and then Matumbe is at that diagonal corner. So she can't five foot step anywhere and cast a spell. She is stuck in between Matumbe and inside this swarm. Is is it worth it? Um, I took eight points of wisdom damage and my wisdom is a 10. So probably not. Oh, but, oh, oh boy. But <laughs> we got her locked down now. So don't go near those color of darknesses again. I have no intention of going anywhere near them. <laughs> so I do have to say, as as rules written, it is the the undead trait is immunity to any effect that requires a fortitude save, which would mean that a swarm distraction effect requires that fortitude save and therefore immune yeah. to swarm distraction effect. But she'll still take the damage. Well, if you roll higher than 10 because of her DR. Because mm-hmm. swarm's not dealing magic and silver damage, right? I wouldn't think so. Hang on. Because it's not just a normal swarm. It's not. But if she takes damage, then then she does get distraction. I think the, the distraction ability is just if she's in the, the square of the swarm, she has to roll a fortitude save. However, she's undead, so they don't roll fortitude saves, so she just doesn't do that part. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Plus, she's got, like, animal empathy with wolves. Because <laughs> she's a Convenient. Wow. No, I swear to God. That's oh, my. Thing. To wolves? Yeah. Yes. Children of the night. I have that on my sheet. Once per day, vampire can call forth uh. 1d6 plus 1 rat swarms, 1d4 plus 1 bat swarms, or 2d6 wolves as a standard action. But beyond that, they're they're empathetic with those animals. Well, this is a winter wolf swarm. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's different, clearly. Yeah, very different. Much different. Give me something. It's a winter wolf swarm? How's it, how's it only large? A single winter wolf is large. Because it's a, uh, it's actually a wolf swarm that I'm supposed to use all the winter wolf tra- traits for. <laughs> it's a wolf swarm. I'll just a wolf swarm of four. Sounds like, sounds wolves. like it's more like a wintry wolf swarm, <laughs> not a winter wolf swarm. That's correct. That is what it is. It would be the, the are they winter wolves? Are they just wolves with white fur? I don't know. Did I paint them white before I cast a spell? I'm not sure. All right, it is the vampire's turn. I think she's going to she's gonna take a five foot step and she is first going to quicken a spell at Matumbe. So I'm gonna do a ranged touch attack against the tombs. What the heck is my ranged touch attack bonus? Alright, got it. Alright. Twenty-four. Touch. Okay. Here's what happens, bud. She shot an enervation at you. So you're going to take... Ooh, four negative levels. Ah, but we're... Who needs levels? Aren't we immune to negative levels? I, I mean, she wouldn't know that, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, bitch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Step forward. Keep them coming. I'll take those enervations all day. She then draws her um, from her deck 
Good call, Emily. I spent so much resources on casting all of those spells. <laughs> they gotta be useful. Right, I got a charisma, strength, and a con. The charisma makes her DCs go up. The con makes her heal when she casts this spell. And the strength, if it deals damage, would deal an extra point of damage per die. So I just need you to make me a quick will save. You can roll twice okay. to take the better if you want. I don't need it. Just kidding. I'm absolutely going to do that. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a 34. Okay. With a 34, you are, uh, you, you kind of, you disbelieve the, um, the image coming at you. And then I need a fortitude save. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I don't need a fortitude. I think the initial will save saves you from the 3d6 damage, too. On the kind of a bummer. Killer. Rolled, rolled well on the fort save, too, but I'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and he gives her the little finger side to side. Uh-uh-uh. I got stalwart. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, too. Um, that's her turn, though. She five-foot stepped. She used a move action, and she cast a spell. And then takes three points of fire damage as she burns. Yeah, it doesn't look like this fire damage is doing anything. Ooh, interesting. She had fire resistance. No, she didn't. No? Not as a part of her stat block. I thought she did, but it must have been someone else. No, it wasn't part of her stat block. That was the Chamberlain guy. Oh. She had cold and electric. She could have cast a spell, though, which wouldn't be part. Yeah. I gave him a little pre-buff since y'all were in the hallway. Making noise. Choking. Yeah. Clear I don't usually make noise. What, when you're choking it? No, he's pretty quiet. Oh, Lyra's attention is pulled in so many different directions. She knows the damage that can be done to the mind from the caller of darkness. And she thinks about what she could use to help recover that. And unfortunately, a... Uh, lesser restoration is going to take too long. It'll take three rounds. There's no way she'd be able to finish casting that. But a heal is much faster and would also uh, end any ability damage. The problem is the person closest to dying is on the opposite side of the room. Well, from a hit points perspective, Matube is fine. Yeah, I'm doing great. I got 114 out of 160. As long as I don't take wisdom damage, I'm Okay, so far. Or if I don't fail whatever bomber spells she throws at me. But one more hit from the Caller of Darkness could kill you. Right, but he's not okay. near either of them, you know. I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. That'd be a kind of dick GM move for me to move one of them all the way down to him when there's five good targets yeah. up okay, here. Okay, okay. Like, I'm not going to do that. I, I did not calculate the touch attack into it. That is completely on me, but I figured I could get hit on my way down and I just wanted to fuck with her because when I save from spells, nothing happens. So I wanted to aggro her and that is actually working Ooh, right okay. now. Actively. And I love it. Like, it looks like I'm failing, but I don't think I am yet. I don't think so at all. You got this. When it's between that and her doing like 70 points of damage to every other single person on the board, I think it's working. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. yeah if you can get her to target you yeah. by yourself. Ooh, okay. Air Bear could still use that healing or 
could do a Ghostbane dirge, but that's not a guarantee. That's a pretty low success yeah. rate. You got me the one time because I rolled like a net one, but at this level, Ghostbane dirge is yeah. pretty mm-hmm. low success. If you're crit fail fishing. Yeah, the odds aren't great on that, but Lyra can get up close to Air Bear uh, in one move action. So she's going to start moving in just to get like a better view of the room because she still can't fully see. She enters the room. So Lyra continues moving. Ooh, we know these guys have reach. Yep. Anywhere you move in is going to AOO you. You're currently in a threatened square. Oh. Moving into the room puts you in a threatened square. So, I I think Lyra would have known that because she could see the creature as she... Yeah, so if you're moving into the room, you're going to take an AOO. Okay. You know, if you're moving past that first step into the room, no matter where you go. So Lyra could see that creature and... uh, we know from earlier combat that it had pretty solid reach from what Air Bear was sharing with the party. So uh, as a swift action, she cast Grace on herself to allow her movement to not provoke attacks of opportunity. And then she moves into the room. Once she gets in, she can see a glimpse of Air Bear. And then she's going to cast defensively to heal Air bear. Okay. And I am not going to use my roll twice and take the better. I have a really good cast defensively. This should be fine. Two more than I needed. (laughs) All right. Uh, She's able to cast (laughs) heal defensively. So that is 130 hit points. And it removes... Uh, ability damage and fatigue. So if you were fatigued oh, before, wow. that's now gone too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it cures a lot of things. So if you're if you were down any other stuff, let me know. Believe it or not, he's not quite full. After a hundred and thirty. Yes. And all that other healing. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that was a good use of heal. Yes, it was. Um, yes. Unfortunately, this is a really scary spot for Lyra to be in, but this is where she's at, still singing her song. Sure. It's a Chamberlain's turn. It's going to five foot fly here and full attack Lyra. Don't do positive energy near the undead guys. They really don't like that. Yeah. Now you have an active, whatchamacallit, Death on. Board? Yes. Yes. And stone skin uh, against this guy. Oh, yes. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and throw my power attack on. Mm. Let's get it going. All right. That's a uh, 36 for the first one. Yep. That will hit. Yep. Okay. That is a 30 for the second one. Also hit. All right. A low bonus on this. Uh, that's only a 25 on the last one. Yep, that 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 just does it. So if these are physical attacks, that's 30 points immediately you'll take off because he's hitting three times. I'm going to need it. Yep. I just want to make sure that you got it's 30, not yep. 10. <laughs> yeah. So you'll take uh, 30 off of this. It's going to be 64 damage with the 30 damage taken out. Okay, thanks to that stone skin, 
I'm still up. Yay! Yay! That was well worth it. Thank you. And luckily you're not taking any of those uh, negative levels, which would be really bad. Yeah, that that might put her put her under. The Frank Collar in Darkness, I think, is also going to attack Lyra. This is going to be a well into the 30s on touch, which I assume will be Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're going to... Got you there. So let's see. 24 points of damage. And... He's still up. Only, only one wisdom damage. And then... This creature is going to uh, kind of like sink into the floor and reappear in both of your squares. Uh, both of your squares meaning who? Meaning Lyra and Eclipse. Yikes. Ikmer, you're up. While very polite, that wasn't very nice. And is going to move uh, five. <laughs> He's only five feet in the air, so you don't have to move to attack him unless you're doing that for some other reason. So this would mean that he is moving into the square of the collar in darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, he would want to do this so that he could take the damage, potentially take damage for these other characters that have been hit pretty bad and especially Lyra. Okay, that's fine. Uh, who yeah. are you attacking? But he is going to attack the Chamberlain three times sure. let's get it let's do it he no longer has his stupid little cleave penalty <laughs> wow okay had some pretty pretty hot rolls here nice and wow okay the first one is an 18 on the die for 41 so that yep. has a is a critical threat Mm -hmm. And then the next one that I rolled was a 20 on the die, bringing it up to 38. Yep, that's a crit threat. Oh, thank goodness. And then the last one was a 25 that is, we already know. So I am going to roll the first two. Oh, um, actually, before that, I'm going to roll my, uh, my bite because, you know, why not? You know, you can get lucky. 24 does not hit, unfortunately. Okay, I am going to roll to see if I crit. Confirm the criticals. And on the first one, it, it's uh, it's not going to do it with a 30. Nope, that doesn't do it. But does a 37. 37 does confirm. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So one hit, one critical. And then we're still doing 2d6 of Sonic. Correct. Yep. So you still have. Yeah, Lyra's right there. She's she's hidden. She's yeah. hidden from you because she's behind the color, the other color in darkness. But and that is another seven on top of the hundred two to bring it to a hundred and nine damage to Fucking boy. Let's go. Hundred nine. Polite Chamberlain, Great making this damage. Chamberlain's hit points wilt away. You think at this point you've bloodied him? Oh. It's a start. Yes. <laughs> Eclipse. All right, Eclipse is well, going to... Well, first I need you to make me a will save. You can roll twice to take the better. I was just thinking I should do that. 
because um, I will save is trash, as you all know. Mind affecting. Let's see. Yes, mind affecting emotion and fear effect. Plus fear as well. That's inspired yes, it is. Crush it. 33. Yep, nothing happens. Thank God. I was a two and a 13, by the way. Oof. And only because it was mind affecting and fear did I even get up to that high. <laughs> so, thank you to Emily. <laughs> okay, so she is going to take a five foot diagonal out, and um, she's now in range of literally everything since everything's clustered. But this color and darkness uh, down at the back, I believe that one's actually been hit already. Yes. So, I, I want to try and hit that. I understand I'm only going to do 50% damage, but I I want to work on knocking this wisdom drainer off the board. Sure. 37. Yep. Okay. That's a critical threat. Can't be crit by you. Right. Darn it. Oh. So what's it go to? 38. Okay. So I got two hits. Mm-hmm. So I rolled my damage for both those hits. I rolled 42 for my damage both times. And then plus uh, three total Sonic for both uh, hits. Okay. The so. Sonic ends up as one no matter what, pretty much, because it's energy damage applied to an incorporeal creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 42 plus 42. 84 points of damage. Halved. Is 42. <laughs> right, 42. <laughs> 42. I keep getting that. It keeps coming uh, up 42. <laughs> so that is um, Eclipse's part of the turn. And then the Lopper is going to take a five foot step up and he's going to attack the same one. I want to get something off the board. And I know I can't do much damage, but this is what I can do. Headbutt him to death. Let's go. I didn't have Inspire Courage on the Lopper. Important. Clicked on. Oh, so you I'm should definitely that. click that on and the Sonic damage. Yes. <laughs> All right. That is 31. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Fantastic. So that is 71 points of damage. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful hit. And that all acts as magical damage. As if it's a magical weapon. Yep. So it can actually damage it. Yeah, that's what I just want to make sure it's said. Cool. <laughs> Important. Um, the creature is still there. Fudge! And it is the end of round two, and I think I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you next oh. week. Oh. oh, here we go. Right. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.